Hollywood Radio. My name is Matt Weston, and this afternoon, on the most beautiful and perfect day of the year, is my good friend Taylor. How are you doing this evening, my friend? I thought we were going to go see a movie or something. You just asked me to come over to hang out, and I was thought, you know, we were going to go and do something, but instead... You trapped me. Yeah, I trapped you. I don't know why you do that to me. And by the way, this is like hot. Dude, it's like 80 degrees outside. Come it's on, man. It's 80 degrees in the house right now. It needs to be like 10 degrees cooler for it to be a perfect day. You're like saying this is so great. Oh my God, Taylor, look at outside. But who cares? Come I've, on, man. It's I've hot. waited four or five months for today. No, you didn't. Yeah. It was like this hot last week. No, it wasn't. The, Texas has been the craziest when it comes to weather. It was one day hot last week, and then it gets cold again. What do you mean? I don't, no, I don't think I was here. I think I was in West Texas. When that oh, happened. yeah. You're just so cool traveling around, right? Such an entrepreneur. I'm not an entrepreneur. What, what I just you? like to walk and look at the flowers. Yeah, you make me sick. What? <laughs> That's mean. Whatever. I, uh, what have you been up to? You haven't even talked to me for like the past week. It's like we're not even friends. Well, we're just acquaintances. <laughs> Isn't that sad? It's depressing, especially because we live right next door to each other. It's like a national. It's song. like I don't even know you anymore. We know each other. Uh, You're I don't a stranger know. to me. You know, we just we've been you know busy with free agency, busy doing other things, I guess, for a little bit. But yeah, I know. I've been hanging out on the Dallas Cowboys sidelines a lot with Jerry Jones. Yeah, are you in his ear like yeah. that thing in Animorphs, that weird yeah. slug thing. Yeah, you know what I'm telling Jerry Jones right now in free agency: Don't do anything, Jerry. Let's just sit here. Let's they just did, sit on they our did hand. something just now. Oh, did yeah. you hear about the breaking news? Yeah, what's the breaking news for me, please? The Dallas Cowboys re-signed uh, str- uh, offensive tackle Cameron uh-huh. Fleming for uh-huh. two years, $8.5 uh-huh. $8. million. Oh, hey. hey he Matt. started, I think, three games for y'all last year. Oh, dude. Hey, Pretty Matt. cool. Matt, how, you want to know what I what I think of that? Yeah, come on. Come on You're you impressed, me? right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, seriously. This is this. <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah, I that's what I think. About. Noise. I'm, I'm gonna save it. For <laughs> like you. That's exactly what I think about. Come no, on, I, this I is really, ridiculous. Really We're not do doing like anything. We're sitting on our damn hands with a thumb up our butts. Hey, this is crazy. Hey, you don't want to get roped into these bad deals, you know? I mean, roped into these bad deals. Even though, I mean, you know what? We'll get into it. Yeah. I, I won't get into it right now, but we'll get into it. I thought we'd get into it. Oh, you want to get into it? Yeah. All right. The Earl Thomas thing. At first, I was a little hurt. But then I saw what he got from the Ravens. Crazy! Oh my god! Well, he's god. also only but he's he's just 29. Got his... Also, I well, thought he was like 33. Well, no, 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 no. The the 29 thing is fine with me when it comes to the age, but he's injured the same knee twice. Well, he broke his leg last time. It's same leg. That's fine. You it's the same broken leg. Broken bones heal. He'll be all right. Yeah, broken bones heal. Here's 55 million dollars to help it. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, and they have a new general manager there too. Ozzie Newsom's not the same guy who's there. So. I don't know. The Ravens have spent a lot more money this year than you'd expect them to, because like typically they don't do these sorts of things. Yeah, it's almost like they're going for like an overrated team. Speaking of overrated, Captain Marvel. Hello. I thought everybody said it was bad though. Dude, it is bad. But the problem is, go look at the critic reviews. They, they say good? it's the greatest. There's like an article about it every single day on how wonderful it is. Here's the thing about it. It's just not a good movie. Not a good movie. It's just not a good movie. Wh- how long did it take for you to realize this is not a good movie? I always give a movie a first hour. Okay, you got That's fir- a long time. Well, give me because usually movies these days are two hours long. So I'll give you halfway. Okay. If you can give me something halfway, I'll easily stick around for the second half. The problem is this movie gave me nothing for the first hour. In fact, you confuse the crap out of me, and then you—they uh, made Nick Fury a big joke. And that's I, Samuel I just L. Jackson. I just can't do it, man. They made the eye patch thing a big joke. Oh my god, I just can't do it. I mm-hmm. d- it just hurts me. Dude, I bet it'd be cool to have an eye patch. Why don't you get an eye patch right now? I'd be a poser, unless you want to dig it, th- dig your thumb in my eye. I don't want to do that. You <laughs> you have a gigantic monster of an animal. I'm pretty sure that you could put some like peanut butter on your eye. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> do you think? Well, wait, would they eat the peanut butter out of your eye, or would they just lick the? She just butter? lick it out of my eye. Could she lick so hard that it gets the eye out? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Dude, I think that's possible. I don't think so. Let's Maybe if I gave her some coffee or something, too. All right, you know what? Let's test this theory out. Let's t- No, we're not testing it. Let's put a pause on the show. Here we go, folks. All right. And we're back, and yeah, that didn't work at all whatsoever. So what? my first question for you this evening is very simple. 
Antonio Brown was traded to the Oakland Raiders. Odell Beckham Jr. is traded to the Cleveland Browns. The Oakland Raiders received Brown. They traded a third-round pick, pick number 66 in this year's draft, a fifth-round pick, pick number 142 in this year's draft, and the Pittsburgh Steelers saved $1.1 million this year in their cap space. The New York Giants, whenever they traded Beckham to the Cleveland Browns, they received a first-round pick, pick number 17, a third-round pick, pick number 95, and your Bill Preppers. Let me say that one more time. Yeah, and, why, don't you, why don't you repeat that name and over there? Jabril Peppers. Jabril. Jabril Peppers. Jabril. And they saved $1 million in cap space. So who do you think came out the best of these four teams, and who do you think came out the worst? Dude, I think it's Cleveland. Like, it's easily Cleveland. Cleveland won. I mean, for God's sakes, you have now Jarvis Landry and Joku and Odell Beckham with Baker Mayfield. Nick Chubb. Caldwell's good. Perriman's good. And I'm sorry, didn't they just also sign Kareem they Hunt? Have Kareem Hunt. Yeah, like, come on. I they mean, a, what else are we talking about here? Line. Cleveland won this completely. It was a genius trade to make because what else are they going to draft at this point? They feel like they have a young enough defense. They feel like they have their offensive weapons. Why not just get better at certain positions? And now they have their all-star to open up Jarvis Landry. If this team is healthy, this team is easily the scariest, man. I mean, come on. Tell me that they're not going to have at least nine wins. And that's being conservative there. Uh, I think. I mean, I think it's all going to fall apart. <laughs> Spectacular. What? Just because it's the Cleveland Browns. But hold too. on. Hold like, on. I think Hugh Jackson's not there. That was your whole premise behind yeah, it. Yeah, I know. But it's still the Browns. And they've been doing this for like 25 years now. No, man. Baker's different. Baker grabs the crotch on the sideline. He is a different man. Yeah. He is what Cleveland good. needs. All right, he is so much different than LeBron. LeBron would never ever be able to do that in Cleveland. Instead, he has to run away and then come back. Baker grabs the crotch right away. I like it. Good, <laughs> good. Well, I, I'm just saying that mainly just like being a brat because everything the Browns do doesn't go right. It's weird. It doesn't sound like you. Yeah, but I mean, I I think I I think the out of these four teams, I think the Raiders came out the best because they really didn't give up a whole lot for Antonio Brown. They gave him a third round pick, a fifth round pick. They have one of the three best receivers in football. And I'm not saying the Raiders would be good, but I'm saying like to get Antonio Brown for that little, and yeah, you're gonna pay him a lot of money for three years, but you're paying a top three wide receiver for three years. And I I just think it's insane that the Packers didn't make a move like that, or the Titans didn't offer the same sort of thing. Uh, it's kind of unbelievable that they're able to get Brown for just a third and a fifth pick because I, w- I was expecting for it to take at least a first-round pick, uh, maybe even a second-round pick, and they got him for pretty much nothing. And I think it was a, a no-brainer deal. I'm really surprised nobody else did that. Oh, yeah? So pretty surprised that Antonio Brown's going to be paid $55 million over the next three years, and he's 31 years old? Yeah, that's fine. What do you mean that's fine? So they don't want to pay Amari Cooper 24 years old. And because Amari Cooper doesn't respond to John Gruden's type of coaching style. But Antonio Brown is? Is that yeah. what you're telling me? Well, I'm saying that well, Antonio, Antonio Brown, Antonio better, Brown better who they Cooper. considered the biggest diva in the NFL, is now going to listen to John Gruden's coaching style of him yelling and screaming at the players? Come on. Well, I mean, Brown, Come on. Brown's just a lot better than Cooper is. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I will give you better. I'm not going to give you a lot better, all right? That's <laughs> the about, most ridiculous about, thing I've ever heard. Better. Will you give me at least the lot? I'm gonna give you semi better. I'm not gonna give you anything else. I mean, because here's the thing: it's all about attitude as well. I'm glad that Antonio Brown may have more talent than Cooper, but who's easier to deal with? Who's gonna be the pain in the butt? And by the way, it's be- like, oh, hold on, hold on. who's throwing the ball to Antonio Brown? Uh, Derek Carr. You trust Derek Carr? Uh, <laughs> if he has a lot of time to throw the ball, then yeah, he can be good. Come on, he you needs don't to, even he, believe in yeah, that. Yeah, I do. I yeah. mean, like, Come he on. had one really good year, and it was because his offensive line was really good, and he had plenty of time to throw. Oh, uh, yeah? But I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying, like, purely from landing Antonio Brown and only giving up that little, I mean, I think it was just such an, a great trade and so easy. You still gave up cap space. Instead of wanting it's to fine. rebuild your team, which is what it seemed like he was planning on doing the entire time, he cashed in in order to get a superstar so that he can put butts in seats. In Vegas, That's yeah. all this was. Come on. He's going to be what? He's 31 years old. He's and he has Derek Carr throwing him deep balls? Yeah, that's going to be so great to watch. I'm going to assume, what do you think, in 6-10 and 10 for the year? Oh uh, man, they're still not gonna win a lot of games. That's my point. I mean, their so defense what are we, is terrible. Then what are you defending? I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, ta- I'm just talking about like if you completely remove the context and just purely look at the two trades that were made, getting Antonio Brown for a third and fifth round pick is unbelievable. 
Like, it's wild that they got him for that little, and that was all the Steelers were able to get out of him. Dude, like, come on. And I'm also, I also just feel like nobody likes Ro- Roethlisberger either. Like, well, nobody has anything good to say about him. And so, like, all the dramas and stuff with Brown, I, I'm kind of, like, on Team Brown and not Team Big Ben in that case. And also, like, the dye blonde goatee is a good look. He looks like Scott Spazeal <laughs> from the 2002 Anaheim Angels who dyed his red. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. You have no so idea. Scott, Scott Spezio. Scott Spezio. I don't even know who that is. But seriously, it is. Oh, <laughs> I, I absolutely hate it. He looks it. like a bass player in 1990s alternative band. And by the way, uh, Giants seem really smart about what they're doing here, too. Because everyone's like, oh, let's. Yeah, why do you think this this was smart? Because when it comes to how much of draft picks they now have in return. And by the way, Matt, because here's my other question to you. Even though I think Cleveland won this trade here because now they have another weapon. Uh, what season has Odell stayed healthy for? I think like his first and second season. Oh, yeah? What season is he on right now? And this is fifth. Okay, so he's yeah. about 50% that he's going to be healthy for the entire season. I don't know if it works like that. Are you sure? I think it works like that so far. But, I mean, like, he had an ankle injury in those last for a while, and I don't know. I assume he'll be healthier this year. All I'm saying is, come on, the Giants aren't going anywhere with him, so what's the exact point? Yeah, I guess the bigger thing about them is I don't understand what they're doing with Eli Manning. Like, they, they have to draft a quarterback. That's what, what I'm thinking, they, too. If they yeah. draft a quarterback, like, would you rather have, like, I guess I would rather not pay Beckham and get a first-round pick, or like re-sign him. And you're pretty much paying for a first-round pick. You yeah, know what that's I mean? exactly what you're so doing. So you resign him. You're paying twenty million dollars for a first-round pick and rebuilding by you know resigning him and then trading him. And if you draft a quarterback in the first round, you get ready to move on and rebuild. Um, that's fine, but it just makes the Barkley pick last year just even kind of stranger too. Because when you draft a running back early, like that's the last piece. And you're trying to win now by getting a running back. Maybe that's what they tried to do and it didn't work out, and now they're. I saying, okay, we're just going to rebuild now from it. But I just hope they don't give, like, Saquon 300 carries next year on a 6-10 and 10 team and just murder him. Dude, Dude, Saquon. He's too beautiful to kill. I, he is so gorgeous to watch on the field, but seriously, he may die next year. I hope not. They are going to give him the ball every single time. If he can stay healthy past Week 10, I think it's a success. How many carries do you think he has next year? Oh, God. What's the record? Uh, What's the record? Yeah, what's the record? I don't know. That's what, what I'm is. going with when it comes to I have to no him. idea. That'd be interesting to look at. Oh, oh, you don't know the record? Who are you? I thought you were a stats guy. Talk about overrated over here. Ayo. Damn. All right, but my other question to you is, you think Tyrell Williams is going to be able to take off like any type of notice from Antonio Brown? I mean, do you think having two speedsters going down each side hey, of the field is going to work for Derek Don't Carr? forget about Jordy Nelson here, too, Taylor. Oh, God. I said <laughs> speedsters. I said two. I'm going to stand by what I said on that. Uh, no, I mean, like, Tyrell Williams is a good deep ball receiver. It's weird, too, because it's like the Raiders kind of have that same, like, outside wide receiver combination that they have, and they had Crabtree and Cooper that one year, and they just kind of did it over again, except they just don't have the same offensive line. So, I don't think it's going to work. I think they're going to be bad again. But again, like, I just, my, my entire reasoning for the Raiders trade being good is that getting Tony Brown for a third and fifth round pick really is nothing at all whatsoever. All right, so I have to ask you this, then. Since you don't think they're going to be good, do you think Antonio Brown's going to be happy? I think now that he's paid, he's going to be happy. What? So, okay, you're trying to tell me, just like what I said, what was this, last week or two weeks ago, that he was going to have seven catches for about 83 yards each and every single game. Do you really think he's going to be happy for that? No uh, touchdowns? But I think he's good enough to have, I think he'll still have like 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns or whatever. God, I like that's. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see this at all. And I think Oakland, and I just don't know what John Gruden's doing. I just, I'm not a fan. So, you know what? I'm out. You're out? I'm bailing, dude. You're out? I'm bailing. So, you have the, so we're driving a van down the, down a high-speed chase, and you just jump out of the backseat? Dude, who wouldn't at this point? You can't trust this team. Uh, John Gruden, it just seems like he's, He's just overwhelmed. He doesn't know what to do with these I, new well type they, of players. He has a new. He has a GM now. At least it's not just him making all these crazy decisions. Oh, man. He has Mike Mayock there. If you're um, paying the guy ten million dollars a year for ten years, I think you have to give him all control. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. What so. else are you doing? I don't know. I mean, you're just making a big name. It is sad they're not playing Oakland more. But so I guess to summarize our feelings, you don't like the Brown trade for Oakland. I like it. I think Pittsburgh got screwed the most of all these teams that they only got that for them. Oh, and they easily. only saved one million dollars in cap space. 
They're stuck with Roethlisberger, who was bad last year. Like, he lost his ability to throw the ball downfield. Juju's number one now in that he's going to be double and singled out. So, come well, on. Well, and like we talked about before, whenever the trade was first happening, too, uh, May, you know, Foster, man, I don't know, whatever that dude's name, that second round pick from Oklahoma State they had two years ago, I bet he's going to be awesome. Like, every wide receiver they draft is great. I assume that that guy's going to be great, and they'll still have a, a competent passing offense, but it won't be the same. I feel like they were expecting a lot more for Brown, too, and it didn't work out. And then the Giants rebuilding. If they don't draft a quarterback, this trade is stupid. And then the Browns, like, you have to do it. And uh, mm. it's cool that they did it. And, like, the coolest thing about the Browns, too, is that they have Mayfield in a rookie contract, and they're going out, and they're doing it, and they're spending a bunch of money, and they're adding a ton of talent, and they're doing everything they can to win now because whenever you have a quarterback on their rookie contract, the time to win is right then at that point when you get that much production from a guy you're only paying you know, $6 million a year, whereas most teams have to pay their quarterback $23 million a year, and uh, it's a lot harder to spend elsewhere. Like the Dallas Cowboys are, are soon to fi- will soon to find out. So I looked up the numbers here for most carries in a year. Are you Ooh, ready? Ooh, let me you know. Ready? Number one, can you take a guess? Number one, I'm going to say, you know what? Eric Dickerson. No, Larry Johnson, 2006, 416 carries, 1,789 yards, 4.3 yards a carry, 17 touchdowns. Gross. Number two, Jamal Anderson, 1998. Number three, James Wilder, 1984. Number four, Eric Dickerson, Ooh, 1986, so 404. Number five, Eddie George, the year 2000 with 403. Those are the top five there. So I'm going to say that the first three are overrated and Eric Dickerson should have been the choice. So I, once again, Taylor proves himself right. <laughs> so weird. I'm glad that, that your your bar is so low. Prove yourself right. <laughs> I, I need it. You know, it's all about having the wins. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Right? And then the most for this decade or this century. Are you ready? DeMarco Murray, 2014. I was about to say, it has to be going to Dallas. 392 in that, that last good Dallas team. Oh, yeah, that's good Dallas team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too bad they won a playoff game last year. Too bad the Texans have more playoff wins than the Cowboys do since they've, since they've both been franchises. Oh, yeah. Hey, who has more playoff wins, Dak Prescott or Deshaun Watson? Uh... I guess Dak. Ooh. Watson's only been <laughs> in the, the league way. for three years. So. Oh, yeah. How long has Dak been in the league? <laughs> Four. No, he Five. hasn't. No, Four. he hasn't. Four. He's been in the league for three years. No, this is his, this is his fourth no, year. It's, yeah, coming up. Yeah. Yeah, so he's been in the league for three years. Yeah, Watson's been in the league for two yeah. years then. Oh, yeah, two years. You sure? Yeah, two years. Yeah. Yeah. We got right, it. Wait, wait, wait. You sure it's not the same year? We got it. We're going to look this up because I think you're wrong. Oh, you're so wrong on this. Dak's a better quarterback. We got to figure it out. All right, so for trades, there were some other good trades. I'm just going to list a bunch. Let me know what your favorite trade was so far this offseason. Sounds good. So Marcus Gilbert to Arizona. Joe Flacco to Denver. That's my best. (laughs) (laughs) Case Keenum to Washington. Hold on, hold on. We're going to stop right here. No, 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 no. stop, stop. We haven't. Look, I still got gas in the tank. We don't need gas. We're not hold stopping. On, no no, 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 no. Shit. I want to talk about it. Let me. Case, right, Case Keenum to Washington. <laughs> D4 to San Francisco. Michael Bennett to New England. Kevin Zeitler to the Giants. Olivier Vernon to the Browns. Kalecki Ozumeli to the New York Jets. Deshaun Jackson to Philadelphia. And then, of course, Brown to Oakland. OBJ to Cleveland. So, you want to talk Joe Flacco? No, actually, I want to talk, talk Case Keenum. Right. <laughs> That's what I want to do right now. You already know. All right, so you know what? Let's go with the Flacco and the Case Keenum because obviously it's pretty much they switched out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean you guess so? Joe Flacco took his job. Kind of. All right, so Matt, I want your defense here. Case Keenum, Washington Redskins. Obviously, since he's the best quarterback, uh, Washington Redskins going to win the NFC East next year? I'm not expecting them to. All right, so give me the I Case Keenum defense. I, you know, I think Case Kim in Washington is going to be beautiful, mainly because every quarterback who plays for Washington gets absolutely murdered. Case Keenum takes bad sacks. He gets slaughtered. He's smaller. He may die. Like, I'm actually afraid <laughs> for... Like, there's always been this fear of an NFL player dying on the field. That may be Case Keenum this year. Like, I'm, I'm really horrified for uh, what may happen to him this season. Because you look at RG3, you look at Colt McCoy... You look at Mark, well, I guess Mark Sanchez didn't get hurt. He was just awful. Alex Smith snapped, snapped his leg. Like, every quarterback who's gone there has just been just completely just brutalized. So, I'm expecting the same thing to happen in Case Keenum. So, you're not like, uh, you, you know how I said that the Denver Broncos were bad because of Case Keenum? You think John They were El- bad because of Vance Jones. Hold, hold on, hold on. Do you think John Elway heard it? 
You think he like listened to me? And no. he was like, you know what? Taylor's right. I have I think to get did. rid of this quarterback. This quarterback is so bad. And you know what? Didn't Taylor say that we should bring in Joe Flacco and that we'd be a better team? You know what? Let's do it. And that's what happened, man. Mm. And by the way, do you think Denver is now going to be a better team with Joe Flacco? No, they're not. <laughs> by the <laughs> way, this is, do I. This is exactly what happened. Jo- uh, John Elway was like, Case Keenum's too short. That's the problem here. I need another tall quarterback. Wait, wait. Is that what he really said? Oh, uh, no. I mean, this okay, is what he said. Okay. Are you paraphrasing? You know what he <laughs> I'm said? I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> yeah. He sent me a text message. He's like, you know, Sounds th- good. Keenum was just too short. We need a tall quarterback who can stand in the tall, tall mountains of Denver. And yeah, Joe Flacco, all six foot six of him. <laughs> like I think it's even that's me fun because Flacco can just like overthrow guys by fifteen yards and then play behind a really expensive bad offensive line. And it's gonna be terrible. Like Flacco's gonna be awful there. What do you mean Flacco's gonna be it's awful gonna, there? And he's gonna no, look he's not, hold on, and he's hold gonna on. look so gross in that orange. Have they too. resigned Emmanuel Sanders yet? I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna, not a free agent. I thought he was. Even either way, I don't even know who their wide receiving core is gonna be at this point. So, I mean, I don't even know who he's going to be throwing to. You would think that. The problem with Elway is he just keeps getting, like, experienced quarterbacks. He has this theory that because Peyton Manning won him a Super Bowl, that he can keep just plugging in a quarterback and that it's going to be able to work in the end. I just don't think he's that great of a GM. And I just, I, it's a it's a little overrated because of that whole Super Bowl run. And granted, they went to two. It's just that was more Peyton Manning than him actually making the decision. Yeah, well, I mean, until he built, like, an all-time great defense. Yeah, I mean, you know? was it him or was it more just Von Miller is that great? Well, it was Von Miller and, he and got Lee Jackson. And he had Tlaib. And he had T.J. Ward. Uh, and he had Chris Harris. You know what? I'm going to say overrated. And he had Danny Trevathan. Sounds good. Overrated. And he had uh, your boy, DeMarcus Ware. Oh, my boy. Yeah. I love that man. Yeah, his years were wasted. I always remember going to the opening game of New York Giants, and my dad and I went, and the first play of that game was the interception by DeMarcus Ware that Eli threw. Pretty cool. I'll always remember that. And we sat right in front of a group of New York Giants fans, and the woman literally kept saying, Suck the wiener! (laughs) Over and over and over again. And she had a son right next to her and a husband. Good. And you know what? The husband was yelling with her. You know, I'm... I'm I'm disappointed. That makes... That's what makes football such a special game. Not only... Wieners. No, like, everybody who's involved in the game just has the disease brain. The fans, the general managers, the players, everybody. It's all there. Man, I just... I'm not like a... Even though Jerry World is spectacular, don't get me wrong, and going to like other stadiums that you haven't been to is like such a great experience. Only for baseball. Uh, no, 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 no. Football is, dude. You it's have all no the idea. same. No, it's, it's not. Denver same, Stadium's dude. incredible. Seattle Stadium's fun. You don't even know what you're saying. Philadelphia Stadium, by the way. You want to talk about a fun stadium? Don't, you don't even know what you're saying right yeah, now. Yeah, I like it for baseball. However, watching an NFL game live, it's so-so. Only because you have the much better view on television yeah, yeah. versus being mean. at the game. Like but baseball, that, like, going to other stadiums is really the argument here. Yeah, I'm just saying like uh, going to a baseball game and to a new stadium is just because the architecture is different. It feels different. And like you can just look such around and it's nice and being pretty, you know. It's like going to a national park. God, such a philosopher over there. Yeah, that's me, philosopher. Mm-hmm. You get told that all the time. All right, so can we still talk what, uh, about the so Steelers what, here? What was your favorite trade of the of the group of trades that were made? You have any other opinions on these? Or you just like the Flacco one because you like Flacco and Denver? Whoa, wait, all right. So if we're still on, since you want to still talk about the trades and stuff in the Steelers, I won't jump into Le'Veon Bell yet. But let's talk about your trades. All right, um, dude. My the most impressive one is still the Odell to Cleveland. Yeah, I got nothing else for that because otherwise the trades are like blah to me. I mean, what's your favorite? You seem to be wanting to talk about these things like crazy. I just that was a what's, good thing to talk no, no, about. No, 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 no. What's your favorite? Come well, on. The last, the the last thing I want to say is that Joe Flacco is gonna look absolutely hideous in that Denver orange. He's gonna look so out of place and so stupid, and uh, that's gonna be fun to see too. What's your favorite trade? I like Lucky to New York Jets. Oh because my God. this guy was like when he not last year but the year before he's a top five guard he's like the most brutal offensive guard I've ever watched like he just goes out there and he just smashes everybody's heads in and uh, it's kind of like uh, like a guy like driving around hitting mailboxes with a baseball bat like that's him blocking linebackers and the Raiders had you know the best offensive line in football that year Derek Carr had his one really good year I uh, collect like Osmond was good was a big reason for that. 
Now he's in the Jets. They run a lot inside zone. They run a lot of power. He's a great puller. And then you also have, like, I, I just already see, like, Le'Veon Bell just, like, walking behind him very patiently, just waiting for him to block the linebacker and taking off. And I think that's going to work out really well. It's been a lot of fun watching Osmele blocking for Le'Veon Bell in the year of our Lord, 2019. That was beautiful. And by the way, of course, you chose somebody that nobody else even thinks about. However, let's jump into the next subject then. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Come on. You are, you brought him up, and now you're cutting me off from talking about him. That you'll hear this right after this message from our sponsors. What a cliffhanger. And we're back, so make sure to hit that subscribe button. So, Le'Veon Bell, who do you think made it out better to get out of Pittsburgh? Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell? Oh, dude, Le'Veon. Le'Veon won. Only because Le'Veon got a fat payday. Especially because he sat out for an entire year to get that payday. He really kind of stayed low. He didn't really have to go through another year of drama like Antonio Brown did. In my opinion, Antonio Brown just looks bad. Le'Veon looks a lot better when it comes to it, and... Le'Veon, isn't Le'Veon's contract four years? I think it's three years, 52. I thought it was four. Let Hold me double on. check. Yeah, because I know that Antonio Brown's is three, so I was going to say that Le'Veon has the better contract if he at least has another year attached to it. But either way, I mean, Le'Veon's just going to be able to feel what it is where you don't have a dominant receiving core where people don't know if you're going to be running the ball or passing the ball. Le- Le'Veon's going to have a rude awakening, in my opinion. But also Antonio Brown will have a rude awakening because unlike you, I do not think he's going to have over 1,000 yards. I don't think it's going to be a lot of touchdowns. You think he's going to have 1,000 yards? You want to make a bet on this? Uh, Yeah, I will make a bet on it. All right, what do you want to bet? I bet you... Ooh, you know what? It's dinner. Let's do dinner. So next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year, dinner bet. You're going to take me with it, with it bun's eye, and we're going to have sake, and I'm going to have sushi, and you're going to pay for it. Okay, well, I'm going to win, so yeah, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, what am I going to pay for? You're we'll just going to eat, like, salad and beans. No, we'll go to, we'll go to HEB, and you got to buy me, like, $10 worth of macadamia nuts. That's what you want. All right, so Le'Veon Bill is the deal. Four years, max value 61, $35 million guaranteed. That's what I'm saying, man. But the thing is, is that Le'Veon would have made $15 million last year for the Jet for the Steelers to be played under the franchise tag. He's only going to make $13 million this year, so in a way, like, he lost $15 million, he's not going to get back. And even though, like, who I think he would probably get a similar contract this year, four uh, years, barring yeah, barring him not getting hurt is the only thing. Four years? I don't think he'd get four years. Probably, if he didn't get hurt last year and became a free agent this year, he probably would have got four years. I'm really curious to see what the Steelers' contract was. Like, that's what I'm really curious about. I just want to know what their contract was because I mean, it's just rumors. You can look it up, but it's just I. That's all I've heard is just the rumor of it was that they were offering somewhere in the range of, like you said, like 13 to 15 mil per year. Yeah. I just want to know how long that contract was because otherwise... Maybe two years. But that's my thing. Uh-huh. It's like, otherwise, it would have to be short because this just seems silly for him then. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more it's more than I would have paid. Like, I understand why the Jets did it. Like, with, you know, Sam Darnold, they have plenty of cap space, you know, along with it. They want to run the ball. They want to control it. They want to make sure that Sam cold Darnold doesn't weather. have to do too much. Yeah, it's cold and all that. And... Like, I think it's going to work out for him. I don't think they're going to get $13 million worth of production out of them because nobody really gets that much production of a running back, and you can find guys anywhere. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think this is kind of the best spot for Bell. And I think other teams were, you know, smart not to not to bring him in. Like, you know, teams like Houston, for example, that uh, paying $13 million for a running back just really isn't worth it. But I want to go back to something that you said because I never think about this. And you know what, Matt? I'm going to give you this credit for once. I agree with you. Why isn't Green Bay jumping into this? Like, it seems like that they had their... Well, Aaron like, Jones was really good when they actually gave him the ball last year. But it's but, I, should, but I mean the, should, re- the wide receiver more yeah, than anything. Yeah, they should have jumped on the... T- the Tennessee Titans should have, too. Like, it just... The Packers should have. It seems kind of silly the because... Colts should have. Aaron Rodgers complains so much about every single person. So, if you were to get him a star receiver... You're more like, here you go, shut the hell up. And if you want to complain, complain about him. Yeah, <laughs> and it's exactly, because yeah. then if he does turn on the star receiver, people aren't going to listen to that and be like, wait, he was good over here. You're supposed to be the best quarterback. What are you doing with yeah. him? Yeah. 
Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and like, and again, like that Brown trade too. Whenever it came out, like that's all it took to get him. It's like, and what Green was Green Bay could offer that? What was Indy doing? What was Green Bay doing? What was Tennessee doing? What were all these teams doing? It only took a third and a fifth, and then you pay a top three wide receiver, you know, eighteen million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, oh, well, hold on. When it comes to Indy, because you would know so much more about the Colts than me. Do they have enough like cap space for it? They had a hundred million dollars entering this offseason. Then oh wait, this was the team that you were going into the offseason saying that they would be able to make the most moves and that the Texans yeah. wouldn't be able to beat them ever again. Now I remember you're the worst that, man ever. The Colts wouldn't lose so, ever again. Oh yeah, yeah, you're the, the entire worst entire league. Okay, okay. We're going back to you being the worst fan. But when it comes to this, why wouldn't they make a splash like that? Why wouldn't you give Andrew Luck, especially I, I don't well, they signed it. Devin Funches for one year, $13 I saw million. Dollars. Uh, that was $10 million. I think he has incentives up to 13 Ooh. Yeah, playing for the extra three. I just, I Dude, didn't I get no, that. I have no I idea why signing. these guys play football for more than one year. <laughs> like, you sign a contract like that, I'm done. I'm not doing it ever again. But I think I'm buying a boat. I'm sailing around the world, dude. But I think they're guys like dream contracts are like what Cole Beasley got. Can you believe Buffalo? Okay, you want to talk Buffalo? Oh, you do want we have to anything do else? So oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Let's go. I'm sorry, I'm jumping. Well, shit. so I think Bell came out the. Well, I don't know. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Bell do you think Bell came, came out, the, out most? the best? Because I think he's in the best situation. Uh, I think I don't. I think I don't know. I think actually, I think Brown came out the best because he got the contract that he wanted. I think Bell went to a better football situation, though. I think Bell was hoping he would get That's eighteen a million a year or whatever, and I I think he was hoping he would get like you know forty million guaranteed. I don't think I don't think he held out. He got a lot from his holdout, other than a year of health and a long term deal. That's what I mean. It's but like I feel like he wanted the long term. Yeah, he got four years without having to worry about getting hurt. And not getting four years, and that's what he got out of it. But I think Brown got out the best, but Bell was in a better football environment. I agree with that. You know what? I'll agree with you. All right, let, all right let's yeah. talk Buffalo now. Oh, you want to go? All right. All right. So the Buffalo Bills, they made four big signings. There we go. They signed John Brown, three Woo! years, $27 million. God. They signed Cole Beasley, four years, $29 million. Good Lord. They signed Mitch Morse. Four years, $44.5 million. Now we're talking. They signed Ty, I don't know how to say his name, Nisheki, two years, $14.5 million. Throw the snow on me. So, Colby, I think, I know we're going to do a show later on about this. I'm going to write about this too. But the Cole Beasley four years, twenty nine million dollars is the worst contract. I've That's saw the this worst year. contract I've ever seen in my life. Like I cannot think of a worse wide receiver for Jeff Allen at throw to, and for a guy who doesn't get open that often. And, like, just runs four-yard drag routes and gets hurt. Like, I just, whenever I was thinking about it, because they were like, yeah, yeah, Dallas Cowboys won Cole Beasley back, along it's for the right price. And then I saw what the Buffalo Bills signed him to. I go, that's not even close to the right <laughs> price. That's not even almost. The price the, is wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, the price. B-word. B yeah, B-word. I was going to say it, but you know how you are when it comes to that. All right, but when it comes to the Cole Beasley contract, that is hilarious. $14 million guaranteed, $29 million for over four years. If Dallas were to sign him to that, I probably would have cried. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have cried. That would. That's so terrible because just like you said, he's going to get hurt. It's not like there's separation between him and his cornerback. And anybody. So, yeah, exactly. Just draft a, a white dude in the anybody. fifth round of this year's draft. It's the That's, same thing. It's the exact same thing. Any make sure he goes to SMU. The slot when it comes to that. Yeah, make sure he goes to SMU and get that white guy from SMU. I feel like that's all SMU breeds. It's just they're, those slot white guys, and they're perfect for everybody. And they got perfect hair too. It glistens in the sun. Yeah. Uh, what What I understand also about it, there's another guy from SMU who's out there. He plays slot receiver. He's exactly like Cole Beasley. The exact same build, the exact same makeup. Went to SMU. And just like catches four yards of slot passes. So when it comes to the Buffalo Bills, though, and them signing these John Brown and Cole Beasley, you think that your boy is going to be able to work with these weapons now? I mean, he is your favorite quarterback of all time. So you feel like that maybe John Brown's going to be able to be the deep ball that he never had before. Maybe Cole Beasley's going to be in the slot, and maybe he's not going to be able to be running the ball as much as he was last year. Or were these all just a big waste of time? Uh, the Cole Beasley thing is is gonna be great, mainly because you're gonna see Beasley, like, just get hit in the back of the head or have him being overthrown by like 17 yards, uh, on simple passes and that sort of thing. So it's gonna be hilarious. Like, from a comedy perspective, Cole Beasley's the perfect <laughs> wide receiver to be playing in Buffalo. I think John Brown 
you know, if he played like he did last year, him just running deep downfield is going to be important uh, for for Josh Allen because if Josh Allen can just run for first downs and then throw like, like they had a they had a top five defense last year, so if Allen can just not turn the ball over, run for first downs, and like make like four just enormous throws a game, maybe even three enormous throws a game, they'll be fine. Like the AFC East is terrible; they look like the second best team in the AFC East right now. You know what though? The AFC East has been the team the teams that have been adding actually additional players. I mean, they're the ones that are making the biggest splashes. Except here. for Miami. Oh, uh, well, who wants to go to Miami? Am I right? But you're the one Change who Change their jerseys. I would play in Miami. But you're the one who was telling me before we even started the show, do you want me to jump into Miami right now? No, not yet. Oh, I wanted to say on. also God, I, you like are stopping me from being me. What I'm am like, I even doing? <laughs> Uh, I like to I like to tease. So Zay, I also love Zay Jones too. I think like Zay Jones is even the type of guy who goes to New England in like three years and catches like twelve hundred yards and seven touchdowns oh, and yeah. that sort of thing. And then uh, also Isaiah McKenzie had a good year last year for him too. And they and like Robert Foster is pretty good too. So like, they have good young receivers. They didn't really need Cole Beasley for example or John Brown. I think if they signed just John Brown. They would have been fine. And they upgrade their offensive line as well too. They had a bad offensive line last year. They also signed. Uh, Frank Gore, and I couldn't think of a better spot for Frank Gore to be at his age 34 <laughs> season. Like, he's pretty much just Geodude is all he is. Ooh, Geodude is yeah. a really good reference That's when Frank it comes Gore, to that. Frank Gore, dude. What does Geodude I'm evolve into? That weird rock ball guy? Graveler. Yeah, he's more of a Graveler. Hey, who does Graveler evolve into? No, Graveler you know, turns into weird rock ball guy. Dude, he <sighs> hey, evolves into Golem. Come on, oh, man. By the way, Pokemon nerds, you, you have know to, what I'm saying. You have to trade Graveler to get Golem, too. Oh, my God. Could you believe That's that in natural. red and blue? That was the most ridiculous thing natural. I've ever seen. Hey, if you don't have a friend, who cares? It looks like you're never going to evolve your guy. Yeah, it's just kind of mean. the meanest thing I've ever heard. That's why all of us have depression now at 20-somethings because they didn't have any also, friends. Also, what if I can't afford bad. a $20 cord? Too yeah, bad. That's a good looks point. like you can't trade. Elitist Nintendo. God. Talk about white folk, am I right? Yeah, but that's all I have to say about Buffalo. I, It's been kind of weird for them. The Beasley thing is absolutely incredibly stupid. Uh, the worst contract I think we're going to see this year. And I don't know. Like I like their offensive line moves. So well, wait. All right, I'm gonna jump into anything. So I'm gonna jump into something different here. Only because when you said the worst contract, do you think that that okay? Who is who got who made out like a bandit when it comes to the running back in this situation? Tevin Coleman when it comes to the two years, five million dollars for San Francisco, or Mark Ingram, fifteen million dollars for three years in Baltimore. I mean, if as far as like a player perspective, Ingram kind of got out better because he's thirty years old. Yeah, but who's gonna be able to be? Who's gonna be the better player next year? I mean, I think I think Coleman will. How much do you think Shanahan's gonna abuse that man? Uh, I think it's gonna be weird. They keep. I think they're gonna keep McKinnon because they said McKinnon's our guy. Well, that's all they keep saying. Is McKinnon. That McKinnon's the greatest. Yeah. I've never seen a better back in my life. Shanahan's guy. They're all so the way. weird. San Francisco's weird. Too. You know that he's gonna burn Coleman to the ground. Maybe so. I don't know. I think. I mean, I think they're going to keep McKinnon though and split carries between the two, and then yeah, Brita as well. Yeah. By the but way, talk a... about Brita who just gets crapped on. Why doesn't anybody care about Brita? Uh, he's Brita a bad angle. Come... He played on a a, a four win team last year. Yeah, but didn't he have like the highest yards per carry? Yeah, he did. I think. Okay. I think he averaged like five point two or something. That's what stupid. I'm saying. So what do we like? Oh, we don't like that. It's guy. good to have three good running backs. It's a good thing to have. Well, especially especially if, a team as commits the runs the 49ers can be. And didn't they lose four running backs last year? Yeah, something like that. Three yeah, quarterbacks. Four, something like that's that. That's what I mean. The 49ers are the team to beat this year in the NFC West. What? No, they're not. The Rams lost John Sullivan. They lost Roger Sotfold. Yeah, but the Rams. Hold on, hold on. They added somebody. Who did they add? Oh, they, they added Dante No, Fowler. no, they, they added, added Weedle. Yeah. yeah. They Weedle. added Weddle. Dude, it's Weedle. They also are going to lose Indomitian Sue. Yeah, but that's fine. They're going to, their core, I don't know, their defense really wasn't all that great last year. Exactly. Also. They were pretty much just played. And they um, lost and their offensive you. line. And they had, it, Todd Gurley's reported that he has arthritis in his knee. Oh, my God. <laughs> they lost two fifths of their offensive line. CJ Anderson's gonna get another contract. Uh, I don't know about that, but I think I think the what? the 49ers, you know, they're the team to be in the NFC West. You make me sick. And they also uh traded for D Ford, who'll probably have like ten sacks and forty five pressures next year. They have the number two pick in the draft. They'll probably get Quentin Williams or Nick Bosa. And they also have DeForest Buckner. 
and they get anything else Solomon Thomas whatsoever, and you have D four, that could be a like a top ten pass rush right there. Matt, you just blew a lot of smoke up everybody's butt right now when it comes to that whole spiel of nonsense. So I'm gonna lay some facts on you. These are this is all right, these all are, right. These hold are, on. You I just I let you these go. These are narcotic ramblings, oh, all right, God. Taylor. They're you know not what? spiels of nonsense. You They're narcotic what? ramblings. You know what? I let you go. It's my turn right now. So what I'm gonna tell you right now, Jimmy Garoppolo is no Russell Wilson. You're trying to say that you're so involved in the San Francisco 49ers when in fact the Seattle Seahawks are the best team in the division. You are out of your mind right now. The Seattle Seahawks did not get worse this year. In fact, it seems like they've just stayed the same. They're the same. Exactly. And they've had only young players last year that are then going to mature into better players this year. You know what? I think we have another dinner back going, except this time I want dessert. Well, you better, you're not writing any of, this stu- any of this stuff down at all, so I know. I think it's I on a recording, so it. I think that we have some date and time set in we'll place. We'll probably have at least like 35 million podcasts on top of this one. So All we need is for Sam to remind us. Sam needs to record this right now and tell us. But also, ba-boom, shout out to ba-boom, Sam ba-boom, because Adrian ba-boom. Peterson is going to be re-signing Two years, again. With, yeah. Dollars. So it looks like he's going to be drafting him in fantasy once again. Hopefully, drafts him in the first round. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what? It's at, okay. Fourth or less. Easily fourth oh, or less. Oh, he's going at least in the fourth round. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that would be the most for him. I mean, otherwise, he's going to go in the third. I'm just going to pick the same team again. Don't do that. Juju Smith, Alan Thielen. Oh, yeah. Feeler David Johnson in the third round. Yeah, David Johnson in the third round, not second pick, right? No. Well, wait. You were first, first pick. pick. Oh, God. You were first. first. Yeah. Worked out pretty well. Yeah, thank God. Well, yeah. That's the loss, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you lost big time. I don't care. Um, the other, the next thing I want to talk about are the Detroit Lions. Oh, now, God. This, like, this is just so stupid. <laughs> uh, so the Detroit Lions, they're pretty much the Miami Dolphins. Like, the one rule of free agency is you don't want to overpay for mediocre players. So what do the Lions do? They signed Trey Flowers for five years, $9 million. He's not going to be as good in Detroit as he was in New England. And even then, like, I understand he had 50 pressures. He had six sacks or whatever. He's not going to be the same player in Detroit at all whatsoever. Uh, they signed uh, Jesse James for five years, $22 million. Great. Great. Matt. Matt <laughs> good stuff. On. You're not even they talking signed, about the offensive side. They signed Danny Mendoza. There it is. Because, of course, you have to keep someone from New England oh, back over here as well, too. What's Matt Patricia like, doing? Ev- but every ex-New England coach does it. Bill O'Brien did it with, you know, uh, with Vince Wolfork. He, they signed Johnson Bademosey. They signed a bunch of, they get brought Mike Vrabel there. They turn all the locker room into, like, that do-your-job sort of stuff, be a Texan, you know, try to become the Patriots, and it doesn't work. And the difference is that they have Tom Brady. They have Bill Belichick. You can't replicate it. And they signed uh, Justin Coleman for four years, $36 million. They're paying Matthew Stafford $22.5 million this year. I think more than that, I think it's like twenty-five. They don't have, I guess they have Kenny Galladay. Um, they, and, like, I don't know. It's going to be bad. Like They're going to they're gonna be paying a ton of money for a 7-1 team. And I just hate it. Seven like, I hate team. all of it. Man, I was thinking like four and twelve is what that team's gonna go through next year. They'll they'll win enough close games against bad teams, win seven games. What are they what are they doing? I mean, I'm sure they have like a young running back and yeah, carry on Johnson. Yeah, carry on Johnson. And which is a or carry on my okay, I was about to son say. Johnson. They have Galladay. So hey, like, right, right. Okay. Carry I'm on not, my wayward son. I'm not Johnson. going to acknowledge these jokes, man. They're not that good. That's a good uh, one. Come on. Yeah, it's good. Come on, you're better than that. I'm gonna drive to the lake house and listen to some Kansas now. You know what? You're you're better than all this. All right. So going back to what I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Do you like yes or oh Kansas? Oh my more? god. Which one do you like more? Yes or Kansas? What are you talking about? Bands? Yeah, bands. Yes or Kansas. I'm gonna say aha. Right, How about ne- that? Never mind then. You know what? <laughs> yeah, never, you know what? Just because I want to throw it in your face, Chicago is a better band. How about that, man? Boston's better than Chicago. Oh my God! How dare you? And then you know, Kansas is better than both of them. You know who's the best band? Asia. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, it we was need the heat of the. Moment. I don't understand why we don't have more bands named after cities anymore. You know, it's because now they would consider like racist, depending on who is singing the songs. I guess at so. this point, you could only like have somebody that actually came from that city be called that city's name. That's true, because that's city appropriation. Exactly. There it is, because otherwise, well, wait, 
why'd you call that? Why are you acting this way? Why are you singing those lyrics? You're not even from You're Boston. Not even from, you didn't even go to the school. Well, actually, Kansas, too. They were a bunch of, like, PhD music professors from Kansas. I mean, There's like 12 dudes in beards and long hair. They were awesome. God, You know what? Man, who's your favorite band? All right, let's just go My with it. My favorite band? Yeah, who's your favorite band? Like right now? Right now. Uh, Well, my favorite band's Gaslight, but they're not a band anymore. So uh, now it's, I would say Joyce Maynard is my favorite band. Yeah, right. It's probably Hanson. No. Dude, do you miss Hanson? Nope. Mbop. No, dude, I'm a I'm a kiss I'm a nine nine five kiss kid. So no, you're not. All right. So what else? Do you have anything else to say about the lines? And then this is a, they're they're pretty much the Miami Dolphins. No, you're the one that wanted to talk about Matt well, Patricia just, and the lines only because they're not going to be anything. We're not going to talk about a single thing about the lines next year. You know, just kind of right? like this year. But it's, they paid a bunch of money to be a, nothing a mediocre team. If that, but that's just because Matt Patricia has no idea what he's doing. They're the same. They're doing the same thing the Dolphins did two years ago. When they signed Sue and they paid all that money for their defense. And they w- went to one playoff game with Matt Moore, and he almost died that game. And they went like nine and seven because they won six games by one score against bad teams. Uh, that's what the Lions have to do, and it's not going to happen. I just think that you just overpay for guys where you just expect something where it's just not going to happen. It's just not true, but you overpay because you're like, i got to make a big splash. Maybe My team's going to be better. We're just missing this and this, <laughs> and then we got it. But in reality, it's just like you're not that good. We should call these teams the fetch teams, you know? By the way, we should have our you know own team. Why don't we have... We need more viewers here to donate a million dollars to us, each viewer, just so we can buy our own NFL team. I bet they'd be good. That wouldn't be enough. I think we should call <laughs> these teams the fetch teams, though. These teams that spend all this money to try to do something, it's just never going to happen. Oh, wait. It's never going to be a word, though, Gretchen. Yeah. That's what we should call these teams. All right. I'll, I'll consider that. So I think I have another fetch team here. All right. What do you got? But I'll have to, you have to wait until after the commercial break. To Boo. And we're back. So the next fetch team I have here are the Tennessee Titans. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> let, you know what? I'll let you go for the next five minutes now. Here you go. All right. Let's leave it to Matt. So the Tennessee Titans have one problem, and that's they have a Marcus Mariota problem. That's so easy. they're going to pay him $22 million this season. He's never had an entire healthy season where he's been good, and they just keep pushing over another year, another year. Another year, they invested a ton of money in their offensive line, only for him to still get injured. They put a bunch of money in pass protection, all these sort of things, and he still gets injured. And he still isn't good. And this year, they had you know a whole like guard because uh, Quinn Spain uh, was a free agent. He wasn't really all that great last year, so they signed Roger Saffold, who was the best guard in the market this year, who's just a spectacular outside zone blocker. And I'm still really sad the Texans didn't get him. They signed Adam Humphreys for four years, thirty-six million dollars. I was going to say shouts out to the Tennessee Titans for signing Adam Humphreys because he was going to go to New England if they didn't do this, and he would have just been absolutely murderous in New England. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a slot receiver from Tennessee. He's like five foot eleven, white, shifty, deceptively fast. Uh, and he was on the Bucks. Yeah, and he's very good. And so they gave him four years, $36 million, which is like he's going to be perfect for Tennessee. They need that slot receiver. Mariota can fake the handoff and throw a slant route too because that's pretty much all he can do. And they re-signed Kane Vaccaro, four years, $26 million. He's fine. You know, with all, all the money safety's got this year, uh, that's a perfectly fine deal. And their biggest hole on defense was that they had a bad pass rush last year. Derek Morgan, Brian and Rackpo were terrible. Uh, Derek Morgan's a free agent. He's 30 years old. Uh, Brian and Rackpo retired after that cupcake commercial. So pretty much Brian and Rackpo retired to bake cupcakes, which is cool. Uh, Dude, did they get that big? I don't, I mean, like, he decided not to play football anymore, so I'm guessing they had to have gotten that popular. And by the way, how good are those cakes? I don't know. I bet they're good. I mean, the commercial's cool, I guess. It's not that cool, actually. After the third time I turned to Megan, I was like, you know what? This is dumb. I bought Microsoft Surface because of that commercial, Taylor. All I want when it comes to, like, a cupcake is from uh, Shark Tank. What's the cupcake in a jar? It's the Boston Chicks. And they have cupcakes in a jar. (laughs) (laughs) They got queso in a bread bowl and cupcakes in a jar. Uh, and so they had this big role, this big hole on their pass rush on both their outside linebackers. They were terrible. They got zero pass rush from a three-four defense from the outside linebackers, which you can't have to have a successful defense. And you know their cornerbacks were bad last year too. Uh, Butler had a bad year. Logan Ryan had a bad year. 
Edward Jackson was their best corner unless he was covering Tyree Kale, who just absolutely murdered him every time, which is fun because they're like the two fastest players in football, and Tyree Kale is so much faster and so much better than Edward Jackson. doesn't matter. And so like, the question with Tennessee was that were their cornerbacks bad because their pass rush was bad or were they just bad? And so what were they going to do? Are they getting cut Butler or, or uh, Logan Ryan, which they could have done this year, and they opted to keep him? And then so they said, okay, we're going to make our pass rush better. We need another outside linebacker. So what they do? They sign Cameron Wake, Cameron Wake, I should say. Here we go. Three years, $23 million. How old is he, man? He's 37 years old. There it is. He's so like, there's other guys out there available. They could have signed Preston. They had cap space. They could have signed Preston Smith. They could have signed Shaq Barrett. They have Harold Landry, the other spot, who's going to be awesome. And so they ended up with, uh, with good old Cameron, who is 37 years old. So the Titans had some holes. They spent money to try to fix those holes. Uh, I like all three of their signings, but this signing is just terrible. And so, like, I'm not expect the problem with the Titans last year too is that they were just mediocre at everything. I'm expecting for to kind of be the same this year. And really, their entire season depends on you know Marcus Mariota being healthy and good. And uh, until that happens, you know the Titans aren't really don't matter at all anymore. Are you done? Yeah, I'm not. I feel a little bit better. Okay, sounds good. So I'm gonna stay in the same division though, and now I'm gonna jump ship here. Because now I'm going to jump to the Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback of all time. We are talking, was it four years, $88 million, $50 million guaranteed. All I'm saying is, Matt, do you fear that man? I don't because there's no such, Florida is a godless state. What? God God does not reside in Florida. But Nick Foles is the man who would bring God to Florida. He would be the savior that everybody has been waiting for. That pool in this stadium is going to be filled with the red wine of Jesus' blood. Well, no, that's not how that works. (laughs) Not how that works. No, but even God won't cross that state line. He won't cross that Florida-Alabama border. Nope. So, I mean, on the road, I think Foles will be great. But at home, he's, it's not going to work out well. I'm not going to lie to you. I was very shocked by how much they really did pay for Did you for hear that why man. they paid him that much, too? No. Nobody else was going to bid that mu- pay that That's much That's what I him. thought. I was, re- like, really surprised. But they paid him that much so that whenever he's in the locker room, he makes just as much money as their other players do. So, for respect what? purposes, yeah. So like if him and Jalen Ramsey can argue, he's like, yeah, I make twenty million dollars too. So that's a factor. Yeah, that's that. Why. That's something they you have them, to bring up when it comes to the other players. For respect factor. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's what they did. So if they paid Blake Bortles that amount of money, then they would have been able to have that same respect factor. I think that's kind of why they paid Bortles as much as they did, too. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> I had to guess. That may be the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. By the way, Jacksonville still hasn't gotten better. I mean, Nick Foles is a great they're little— They're better. I mean— They're a little upgrade, but their defense was not that good last year. It was a top-ten defense. It, it was like the seventh-best defense They in weren't Sac City. No, they, I mean, they weren't Saxonville at the same extent, but— yeah. So what are we doing here? I mean, there's still probably a top 10 defense. You know what we're doing? We're bringing in Jesus Christ himself and to save us. So when it comes to your division here, which is why I'm kind of bringing this up and why it's kind of oh, funny yeah. to me. I'm so excited. Because the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, it seems like they're making out like bandits when it comes to their division. I mean, everybody seems to be dropping off, trading away players, giving up. Case Keenum now is a quarterback in the division. I, I just Except sma- for Philly, but you don't like wins. Uh, I don't like wins. I'm sorry, but all he does is stare down Ertz. Until he proves to me that he doesn't have a love affair with Ertz, I just don't Ma- fear Maybe them. they have a podcast together. You know what? They have to have a podcast together. I look in your eyes as much as he looks in Ertz's yeah, eyes. Yeah. And yet, I just I don't fear that team. Case Keenum, I truly don't fear. And New York just gave away Odell. So what am I stuck with here? Looks like Dallas going to be repeating as division champs. I'm so, I Hold on. Like, I'm going to you now. When it comes to your Houston Texans, you don't believe in the Texans because the Colts are better than your team, apparently. And now Jacksonville has a quarterback. So I'm maybe saying, are you going to be third in the division? Uh, I wouldn't go that far yet. I think it really depends on if they can get any pass rush help. And, like, the Texans' offseason has been weird so far because they just have these numbers on the whiteboard that says we won't pay more than this, and they just don't pay more than it. Have you been excited about the offseason so far with your team? I mean, they didn't resign Tyron Matthew for $14 million, so hell Ooh, yeah. You actually brought that up, thank God, because were you jealous that the Kansas City Chiefs 
bought him. It was. I was like so. I was wanting to bring this up. Thank God, because I know how much of a fan you are. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. God. I would actually, I wouldn't say that. I've had a lot of great moments in my life. This was that. that. T- is it top ten? As 10? being a football fan, this is one of my favorite moments in Texans history. Oh my God, that's the I most. Put it, I would put it up there with J.J. Watt's pick six, pick six against the Cincinnati Bengals at uh, Mr. Gaddy's Pizza in 2011. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza. Yeah, Man, I miss Mr. Gaddy's Pizza. By the, the one by the Lake House was great. Man, they had like Surge Soda. Nobody else had Surge Soda because it was illegal. <laughs> oh man I do need to spend a Friday night just playing Diablo 2 and drink Killer Mountain Dew and listen <laughs> to Rage Against the Machine and be like yeah I'm 12 years old again dude if you get Gaddy's Pizza at the same time is that still around? Uh, I saw one in Austin I was about to say I think yeah, they st- like still the big Austin. ones aren't there with the arcades but I think they sell the pizza yeah well Ga- it's sad that Gaddy Land San Antonio turned into a thrift store what? So many birthday parties laid to rest. I know. Uh, by the way, so Surge, you can look it up on eBay, and it's really like a hundred dollars yeah, for. Like I thought a they still make it, but you can only buy it online. Yeah. Well, I didn't know you. Th- well, wait. There's an exact retailer for Surge. I think you can buy it off Amazon or something. Is it cheap? I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, if you keep drinking that, you're gonna have a heart attack. It's just so so much sugar. Sugar's so bad for you, man. What are you talking about? You eat sugar all the time. I've been eating too many M and M's lately, but that's a personal <laughs> problem. That is a personal problem. You know, you you work in office; they have these candy jars. How about carrot jars? How about almond jars? You know, you just remind me of Kevin from the office. Yeah, I have a game. How many M and M's can I stuck in my mouth at once? <laughs> You're the only one that plays that game, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I. It's they should make carrot jars instead of candy jars. Uh, no, I mean like as far as Houston goes. I like what they've done so far. I do really wish they got Saffold. I wish they made a run at Sheldon Richardson, Malik Jackson. Uh, unless they, I mean, they need more help at cornerback play. Their pass rush is still going to be, they're still not going to have that third pass rush unless they change things up. So, I don't know. Like, I'm fine with everything right now, but it's really, I think it's really just going to kind of depend on the draft this year. And the biggest complaint, really, from a Texans fan perspective is that you see what the Browns did with Baker Mayfield's rookie contract. Yeah. You see what the Texans are doing to Deshaun Watson, the rookie see contract. See what Dallas did. You're seeing what you know Dallas did with, yeah. with uh, Dak on his rookie contract. Go out and spend money. Like now is there your time. Is. You have to go all in now. Now is the time to spend money. And there's been, I think a lot. Of, you know, other people have brought this up. I didn't come up with this on my own. But that Brian Gain is looking to hork uh, compensatory, compensatory picks by not signing guys who are unrestricted free agents. Or letting his guys go, uh, so he can add him restrictive free or add compensatory picks because of it. That's fine. Like I understand it's it's a good way to get their round picks and get good players. That's what the Ravens have lived off of. That's what the Patriots have lived off of. But it's different whenever you have Deshaun Watson for nine million dollars a year. Like go out, spend money, make this team as good as you can. Outbid the times for Roger Saffold. Go out and get Malik Jackson. Go out and get interior rusher. Uh, make the moves that you need to make, and they just haven't done that part of it. So. I don't know. I would kind of group Jacksonville, Indy, and Houston all around each other, and I really won't have a strong opinion yet until after you know the NFL draft takes place. Yeah, you're such a like, you're such a, a thoughtful guy. <laughs> you just have like so much insight. I just learned so much from my, you. Uh, my online dating profile says thoughtful guy. Yeah, so it, much says, insight. it says I have so oh, wow. much insight. I'm such an insightful, thoughtful human being. I don't have love to give, but I have knowledge to give. <laughs> Come and talk to me if you dare. Seriously, it'd be the best profile. <laughs> I'm sure everybody would swipe right. I need Is that s- what you do? You swipe? No, I don't swipe at all. I don't oh. do that, dude. Oh, wait, so you're on Bumble? Do they swipe no, I'm for not on you? anything, dude. You're not on anything? No, dude. I don't even know what these things I got, are. I got a girlfriend, It's always dude. coworkers. Uh, your girlfriend is the hairiest thing I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. Yeah, she's beautiful, though. All right, so I'm going to jump into what you just said and kind of say... I hate your team compared to my team because at least your team seems like they're trying to do some things. You know what the most exciting thing my team has done is literally signed Jason Witten. Yeah, they resigned their fullback today too. Yeah, they resigned Cameron Fleming. You know how much I love the they Dallas lost Cow- David Irving. They lost Randy well, Gregory. Oh wait, you know what? You want to talk about the David everything? Let's fine. talk about the David everything. A you want to talk about it? I only want to talk about one thing, and this is what frustrates me. He he comes on. He's like. After no other team, he gets suspended indefinitely. He then has that whole Instagram or Twitter video, whatever it was, where he just says, I'm just going to keep smoking weed and has a blunt rolled and keep smoking the blunt. 
nobody is saying is stop smoking weed for the rest of your life. Just stop smoking weed right now. And all you have to do is cash in on a three to five year contract where you're literally busting your butt. And then after that, you can smoke as much weed as you freaking want. Yeah. But you know what? You can't even do that. No matter what you tell me, that's a problem. Stay off the weed. I don't even think that. It's more like just they're paying you to not smoke weed. Yeah. So that's all they're doing. If you say you love football, wouldn't it be easy? I don't know. I don't know, right? Mm, yeah, you would think that exactly. Makes Love of the game makes you not think that that exists anymore. Hello, NBA. I'm talking about you. All right. Uh, oh, I'm going to jump in this. Here I go. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's not like you're about to jump off the deep end into a six-foot deep pool. Yeah, I still can't stand in that. Yeah, well, maybe one day. Because that's how it works. You just keep growing forever, right? Is that how it works? That's what I thought. I don't think that's how it goes. Yeah, I've grown an inch so since we started Disney the show. Disney Channel movie? No, we don't do that. Uh, the Cowboys also resigned their fullback. Great. They resigned Cameron Fleming. Hey, which uh, makes me sad. I'm jealous of that. Hey, Matt. Uh, how many times did you hear Cameron Fleming's name? Uh, I mean, he started a month last year while Smith was hurt, and he's a very good backup tackle. And he could probably he oh, could yeah. probably start. He probably should start at left tackle for a team out there. But the NFL doesn't, for whatever reason, they don't like him. I don't know why. Yeah, um, great stuff over here. Yeah, seriously, my team has done absolutely nothing. What do you want them to do? You know what? Yeah, I don't let's know. Hear this. Would you have wanted to give Earl Thomas four years, $55 million? Not for that much. Would I you just... have wanted to give Malik Jackson three years, $30 million? I think about that. Would you have wanted to give Adam Humphreys four years, $36 million? Four years? Yeah, I think about that, actually. Would you have wanted to give... Uh, I mean, uh, the Humphreys contract is not bad. The Lee Jackson contract is not bad. I wish I gave Tyron Matthew four years, 42 million. I would years, never want dollars. that in my entire life. That's really what I was rooting for. Like, seriously, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, we can talk about the Chiefs real fast, too. So the Chiefs traded D. Ford for a second-round pick. It's desperation. They cut Eric Berry today. They signed Tyron Matthew for $14 million a year. They lost Steven Nelson to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost Mitch Morris uh, to the Buffalo Bills. They don't have Kareem Hunt. You know, they didn't have him last year as well either. And, like, I have no idea, like, what they're going to do on defense. They are crapping on Mahomes right now because they are just going to say, Mahomes, here's the ball. Score 52 points. Exactly. We're going to be expecting you to do this every single time now. Like, that's kind of unfair. They cut Justin Houston. I don't know what they're going to do on defense because they've had the the worst run defense in football the last two years. They had mediocre pass defense. Now they lost their cornerback, their safety, their two best pass rushers. I really have no idea what they're going to do on defense next year. And if you're going to ask me before the show ends what's going to be the greatest signing that's supposedly going to happen or should happen or yeah, what, what I want it? to happen, it's Justin Houston going to Dallas. Okay. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, but y'all y'all play a 4-3, though. Who cares? I want Justin Houston on yeah. my freaking team. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see him you play You want to have fun with Nick Foles in your division. How about that, all right? $50 million is going to Jesus Christ himself, and he's going to destroy you every Sunday. It's God's day. How about uh, Ezekiel Ansah? I would like to see him in Dallas. I think he'd be a good fit there. No, I don't like anything you suggest. That'd I'm be a good lie. I, I just don't like anything you suggest for my team. I just Do don't you think trust they're going to pay Marcus Lawrence? They That's already, why they're not spending money right it's now. It's $20 million that he's already franchise tagged. He's stuck with us. The problem is he's not happy. Yeah. Do you think they just make a long-term deal ahead no, of the, the not July this year. deadline? Not this year. No. Mm. Only because if they already franchise tagged, they already knew exactly what they wanted to do. Well, you can tag it's, them to keep them, and then like the Texans are probably going to extend Clowney. They the have problem, them tagged, so they know they won't lose him. The problem is they don't trust him. I already know exactly what's happening right now. It's like a Kirk Cousins situation. Where you're just waiting for Demarcus Lawrence's skin. He was great for the first half last year, but he did. Uh, he tailed off. I mean, he truly did not perform as well as he should have. He talked a lot of smack when it came to the New Orleans game. He backed it up. He also talked a lot of smack when it came to the Los Angeles Ram games, and we got smoked by the running. Five point seven yards in attempt. Exactly. So a little bit of that is on him. And DeMarcus Lawrence is wanting, like, Aaron Donald type of money. I don't want to pay him that. Mm, And neither does Dallas. But the problem was because we lost Randy Gregory and David Irving, we're stuck. And so the only way was, here's $20 million, you're tagged. 
but he's not going to show up until game one of season one of yeah. the season. Yeah. Are you glad they restructured Sean Lee to stay too? Yeah, I'm so happy <laughs> about that. My God, I was hoping he'd be a damn linebacker coach. I do not want to see Sean Lee on the field. Yeah. I do not. I mean, if all you, I want to see is Van Der Esch. You're in a four three. You can play him, but if you cannot play him in nickel situations, and all they want to do, they're like obsessed with. They him, played so him they way too much him. in nickel against Los Angeles every last year. single time. And Van Der Esch is standing on the sideline. It's like, oh, Jared Goff gets a fourteen yard carry. Screw you, Sean Lee. <laughs> Well, at least he will get hurt pretty early. So he doesn't watch him too much. Yeah, thank God, right? Uh, the last thing I want to talk about tonight before we end tonight's show is Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, if God. you're listening to me right now. Here's the love affair. Don't be a coward. Don't stay in New Orleans any longer. How much longer are you going to wait to be a starting quarterback? Are you going to wait three years for Jabris to retire? Are you just going to sit there and hope and wait and waste all your entire, all your 20s just waiting and hoping to start quarterback? Don't do it, Teddy. Go to Miami, go out there, become a starting quarterback, do something, make some of yourself, stop being a coward, stop waiting for something that may never, ever happen. God, Matt, he heard that. Yeah. And you know what? He's going to respond. He better. He's going to respond. Go play. You know Miami. how he's going to respond? By staying with the New Orleans Saints. I hope not. I really he is going to be the backup quarterback. Sean Payne was like, oh, we already know who our next quarterback's going to be. It's going to be Bridgewater after Breach retires. It well, may not happen for another three years. I will say this, though. Oh, what do you mean he's not going to happen for another three years? Trooper, he's going to throw his arm out. He's going to throw his arm out by game six next year because he's going to keep trying to gun the ball downfield. It's like, Drew, Drew, hey, hey. He has that one really cool vein, though. By the way, that's the other thing, too. You think that Kamara's going to be just as good with Latavius Murray now as the backup? No, Murray's not good. Neither do I. And by the way, four years. Silly. Four years. Just draft dude. another guy. Dude, four years. No, no. You I could draft a Latavius Murray in like the sixth or seventh round. Yeah. Four years. And also, like, I feel bad for Kamara. Like, he really likes Ingram, too. Like, they're good friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel How bad How good for of him. friends? Do they hold hands? Yeah, they probably hold, kiss each other on the cheek when they see each other. Is that what they do? Like they do in France. We don't do that. Yeah, but we're not French. That We're right. Americans. I thought you were going to say we're not friends, and I was going to say that's true, too. <laughs> we're not French. Oh, we're not French. French. Fries. All right, that's fine. We talking about better off dead, dude. Yeah. Shout we, out, John we've Cusack. Already, we've already done this before. No, so John Cusack. That's on. all I have to say tonight. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, when it comes to tonight, I'm not going to lie to you. Right now, I'm hating Dallas Cowboys in the free agency. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I love my team to death, but man, do I hate them right now. Yeah. That's all I got. You know, stop eating so much fast food. Eat some, oh eat some slow cooked. Oh, my you know, pot roast, you know? Seriously, I brought you over a pot roast. Yeah, be and like I the bring pot you, roast. I bring you dinner. That's yeah, what I do. Be the pot roast. Don't be the McDonald's. I'm the carrots in your pot roast. That's fine. That's the best part of the pot roast, too. There it is. Uh, Yeah, so I don't have anything else to add. We'll be back on probably next Tuesday uh, to talk about whatever else happens to free agency regarding the Houston Texans because today's Wednesday. There's two more days this week of official free agency. Some more things will happen. We'll probably pot again next week. And then you and I will probably pod again next week, too, and kind of talk more about free agency. And then here pretty soon, we'll have this thing kind of wrapped up a little bit more. We'll have a better idea of what these teams did, what they're playing, doing, how they're trying to get better for the future as well. So make sure to hit that subscribe button. And until then, my name is Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to Ballard Radio. And thank you for being on tonight, Taylor. I'm not potting with you all the way down. <laughs>